Hello. Hey everyone, this is Krish. Hope you're doing well. And welcome to Snowpals podcast. If you've not already signed up, consider doing so at pitch.snowpal.com. Be organized and be happy. Having said that, uh, in today's podcast, I want to talk a little bit about Git and uh, Git commits in particular. Uh, again, this is a broad topic as well, uh, just like just about, just about everything else. Uh, so I want to focus on one aspect of it, uh, which is commits and frequency of commits, right? So let's take an example. Say you're working on a feature. Um, let's assume uh, for purposes of this monologue that uh, we have a team of say four to five developers uh, with active feature development happening, happening at all times uh, during the course of any given day. Now, uh, let's say some of these features might take longer to complete. Uh, maybe they are several days long. Uh, while others could take uh, a day or maybe less than a day and maybe there are some enhancements that you're working on which might take just a few hours right that might just be a few hours worth of work so let's say there are four or five developers but there's a combination of different kinds of active development activity that's happening uh, plus obviously you're probably doing some active bug fixing as well now um, let's take uh, one of the items in this list which is feature development. And let's say this is a feature that takes that, uh, say it, it might take the dev, the developer uh, three days or so to complete. Let's say it's about 20, 20, 20, 25 hours worth of work. Now, there are multiple ways you could go about the Git uh, commit merge PR process. Uh, I'm just gonna talk about again, one little tiny aspect of it and then tell you what works or what has worked better for us than something else. Now let's say there's one option which is to, uh, for, which is for the developer to create a feature branch and work actively uh, on that branch for three days straight out, right? So they uh, check out from develop, which is let's assume is, has your latest and greatest changes. Uh, you create a new feature branch off of develop, and then you start working on your uh, feature. Now you make a number of comments during the course of these three days to that particular branch. Uh, at the end of those three days, when you're done with that particular when that fe- with that feature, uh, you create a pull request and assign uh, reviewers to that pull request. Now, uh, who whoever ends up reviewing your changes, uh, again, that could be depending on the process. You could have it many different ways in your team, but I'm just going to make it uh, simple enough. Let's say there is one reviewer; they're going to review your changes, uh, provide some feedback, and then you go back and make changes. Uh, and then they re-review it, and then finally they're going to merge it forward into master, into develop. Sorry. Uh, now that works, except in the th- three days that you'd been you've been working on, uh, the other three three or four developers have been working on implementing other features as well or bug fixing. Now again, uh, even if the code base is pretty big, uh, you know it, it's it's likely uh, unless you know you're a much larger team. Uh, where you know you have clear separation of concerns and roles uh, in a reasonably smaller shop you're going to be touching a variety of different tiers of the code base so even during the three-day window which again is just an example that i've taken here uh, there a number of other changes could have happened uh, and they would, might have been merged in the meantime to develop right um, or you might have had some hot fixes that you uh, fixed in production and merged it uh, in the other direction to, to your uh, active code base, dev code base. Whatever be the case, 
long story short you you could run into a lot of merge conflicts right because you were in isolation for three days and that could be that could have been very well five days or two weeks or whatever the length of time is that doesn't matter the longer it is just becomes more difficult uh, in our example it was three days but still plenty of things transpired in the meantime so you're going to run into a lot of merge conflicts again uh, a good number of them should be automatically resolved uh, but you know i'm talking about merge conflicts that you have that that need manual intervention and even in the scenario that needs manual intervention it's possible that your reviewer does understand the changes uh, well enough so they can resolve those conflicts uh, but more often than not or at least a smaller percentage of those conflicts they may have to pull the uh, the author of the code um, so they know what exactly happened and uh, which direction the merge needs to go right what, what do i need to pick how do i resolve this merge conflict now that can get pretty tricky and time consuming now let's say for 24 hours worth of work if you spend an hour uh, doing or an hour and a half doing these code reviews and uh, and merge conflicts that's like five percent of the time right which is a lot of time and then it, again the numbers add up more the bigger teams uh, more developers more merges more commits uh, you get into the situation where you're constantly resolving merge conflicts uh, which is not super worthwhile so one of uh, you know we do get into those those situations but the other alternative one of the other alternatives i should say is uh, try to do those merges as freak uh, sorry do those reviews as frequently as possible so hypothetically the the feature that uh, took 3 days to complete uh, if you were to break it down and it's very likely that the developer had broken that down and let's say there were 10 checklist items or let's make it 9 just for ease of math and division here let's say there were nine checklist items and let's presume three of them got done on each of those days just to keep all the math part simple now uh, the first option there were nine changes that made up that feature and you reviewed all of them at the same time after the end of the third day but if you were to have done it once a day um, let's say you split uh, so you uh, you split it by three because it's three days worth of work you do a review at the end of each of those days then obviously uh, your likelihood uh, that you're going to run into much conflicts is one third and it's actually much lesser than that even though the math uh, uh, adds up to one third 33 percent it actually in, in reality and practice it could be more but in reality i've seen that it's a whole lot lesser so what we now do we uh, obviously are, are a smaller team uh, but we do a ton of work regardless we are a smaller team, so we can make this happen easily. If you're a much larger team with a large number of developers, then it's going to be a little more challenging, but uh, but you have the benefit of more resources as well, right? So maybe it all adds up in the end. So what we do is we review uh, quite frequently. We actually do it even more frequently than once a day in this example. So in that case, if there are 10 checklist items, after every one or two items, the developer uh, pushes a request they may or may not necessarily create a, a formal pull request but they merge and then we have it uh, hooked to slack so we know that the merge has happened uh, even if they forget to tell you so uh, the reviewer can go pull uh, the changes and we have a different process and i'll go into more, more further details in subsequent podcasts uh, but it should suffice to know here that we go one checklist at a time or maybe two at a time or, or some small number so we reduce the number of conflicts and it's not just conflicts because a bunch of other things got checked into develop in the meantime it's also because 
the reviewer themselves is working on an active set of changes and the more frequently uh, the two developers or the three developers or the five developers whatever the size of your team is the, the more frequently that they start pulling these changes uh, the less issues they're going to run into i'm just here talking about a merge conflict but there's plenty of other advantages that this process and approach brings to the table so hopefully um, some of that made sense to you uh, we'll more talk we are sorry we'll talk more in the subsequent podcast thank you